Welcome to Igris Moshe A to Z. I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, Rosh HaYeshivan President of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. Today we're doing a special Purim episode, after which we will return to our regularly scheduled programming and the letter K for Kashrut, and we will be looking at upcoming two episodes, one on Chalav uh, Yisrael and the other on blended whiskey. But for today, Purim. And we're going to look at two chuvot of Rav Moshe, which are really more explanatory than chuvot, and they're about the bracha of Shechianu during the day of Purim, or the absence of a bracha of Shechianu during Hanukkah. Now, when it comes to the bracha of Shechianu on the day of Purim, not on the night, there's actually, interestingly, a debate between the Mechaber and the Ramah in uh, Tafresh Tzadibet in 692 in Orachayim about whether one makes the bracha at all. Sfardim, the Mechaber says, do not make the bracha, whereas Ashkenazim following the Ramah do make the bracha. So this debate is about whether the reading of the Megillah in the day is substantively different from that of the night before, because although we make the biggest deal about the reading of the Megillah at the night, Halacha actually gives more weight to the reading of the Megillah at the day and sees that as the primary mitzvah of the two, and that's the reason for the Ashkenazim to make a special Shechianu, a separate Shechianu. But even for the Ashkenazim who make a separate Shechianu, there are other questions that come up. For example, uh, what if one doesn't have a Megillah in the day? Um, why aren't we in general making a Shechianu for the fact that it's Purim, the same way we make a Shechianu the night of a Yantiv, or we even make a Shechianu on a Yom Kippur, for the, not for any particular mitzvah, but just because of the day itself. Um, Magin Avram says that we should be, and often, you know, the person reading the Megillah will make this announcement, says that we should be having intent to also, that the Shechianu goes on the other mitzvahs of the day, about the Seuda and about the Mishloach uh, Manot. However, he does say that if you don't have a Megillah, you don't make a Shechianu. You don't make a Shechianu neither on the sanctity of the day um, or in the nature of the day, and you don't also make it on Mishloach, Manod, and the Su'uda because uh, those are things that are not really particularly distinctive about Purim, about having a special meal, about sending gifts, and so on. Um, so why is this? Why is this that we don't have a Shechianu on the day itself like we do on any on a yantiv. And this is the issue that Rav Moshe addresses himself to in these two chuvot. Both of these chuvot appear in Orachayim Hay, the fifth volume of Orachayim, the one that was published posthumously. And the first one we look at is in Orachayim 520, um, number two. And this was written to Ephraim Greenblatt, Rav Ephraim Greenblatt, who was one of Rav Moshe's major Talmidim, um, and it was published in 1981. Actually, it's a whole hodgepodge of little topics, which is why we're looking at subsection 2, just to give you a sense, because Rav Moshe does this sometimes. He has a hodgepodge of topics in a tshuva, because somebody asked him a lot of topics at once. At once. So here, subsection 1 is folding up a talis and bringing them home um, on Shabbos, after Shabbos, and so on. Number 2 is our issue, why don't you say a shekhi? for Purim and Hanukkah themselves. Number three is making a atara on a talis, a silver atara, and on and on with the random mix of topics. Uh, interestingly, topic number six is uh, the appropriateness of celebrating Thanksgiving, a tshuva that we have cop- discussed in an earlier podcast. So that's a very different type of a holiday that you don't make a shechianu for. But anyway, uh, getting back to our case, in here in number two, Rav Moshe says the following... He says, um, the, the truth is, Now, 
that actually it's not enough to say that it's a day that has special mitzvot to say that you would make a Shechianu. And the Shechianu here is only, as we said, on the Megillah or for Hanukkah. It's only on the lighting of the Hanukkah candles. Um, and it's not on the day itself. Why, why not? It says, Lorak Hanukkah legampurim even Purim, which is weightier than Hanukkah. And why is it weightier than Hanukkah? Because the Pasuk says that initially it was called a Yom Tov. What is Rav Moshe referring to? He's referring to a point that the Gemara makes by noting a difference between the Pesukim that talk about how Purim was initially celebrated and then how it was instituted. Because initially it says, That initially they made it into a day of joy and uh, drinking, uh, a drinking feast, and a Yom Tov, and sending gifts. But then when it speaks about what Mordechai sent out, So what was the institution for generations? So it says, um, To make them, It changed from from a day of anguish to joy and from mourning to a a joyous day, but that's descriptive. That's not actually Yom Tov as the nature of the day. And then when it talks about how it was instituted, what they were supposed to do for future generations, it says, And it adds, Interesting why Matanot Levyonim was added. It wasn't there before. That's not for us. But what's absent in the way it was instituted was, was that it was not made into a Yom Tov. And the Gemara says initially they wanted to make it a Yom Tov, but for future generations it was decided that it would not be. And it's because Purim is not a Yom Tov, says Rav Moshe, even Purim, which started as a Yom Tov, since in the end it was not, it does not get a Shechianu for the day itself, only for the mitzvahs of the day, and only specifically um, for the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah. So let's read that inside. Originally the Jews, now Moshe, is describing what's in the it doesn't appear when Mordechai sent out the letter. And then when in the end it says the Jews accepted Mordechai's letter. They did not in the end institute it as Yom Tov. And now Rav Moshe says, He has an interesting read. It says, So he says that Yom Tov, even the initial one, was not the same Yom Tov we normally talk about. The rejoicing makes it into a joyous day, like when it says in the second pasuk that we read that they that it became a avel yom tov. It doesn't mean the technical term of yom tov; it means a joyous day. Um, um, there's no status of the day as a holy day, as a kadosh day, right? Purim and Hanukkah are the two rabbinic holidays that we have all of these mitzvot, and also none of that sense of the kedushat hayom, no prohibition of doing melacha. So it's a special day, but not a holy day. And Rav Moshe says, um, We have special mitzvahs. Some people, because of the word of Yom Tov, don't do melacha, but that's only a minog that's not about the sanctity of the day. Even those who don't do it.
And then Rav Moshe goes further, the same way he said the initial Yom Tov, even in the Pasuk, was not the real technical Yom Tov. He, he now drives that point home. And he says like this, he says, um, Even in the Gemara's position that the phrase Yom Tov means halachically you're not allowed to do Malacha on Purim, he says, In the Pasuk it says the people make it a Yom Tov. It's not that in some objective metaphysical status the, there's a sanctity of the day of Yom Tov that prevents Malacha. No, it works in the opposite. You know, by choosing not to do Malacha, we treat it as if it were a Yom Tov. By our rejoicing and having the Suda and all the type of levity of Purim, we make it a Simcha and a Mishta, but that's not that it's the quality of the day that obligates it. It's a mitzvah that then turns the day into it. Very beautiful conceptual analysis. He says, So here too, Okay, and and even those who don't do malacha, and even if it's because of Yom Tov, it's not its status of Yom Tov says don't do malacha. It's a choice to not do malacha to turn it into as if it were a Yom Tov. And this is in contrast to what a real Yom Tov is. Right, the day itself is a Yom Tov. Let's say somebody I don't know were a was a chola and you know pikuach nefesh, or somebody just violated and didn't do and did malacha on the day. So on Purim, if you did malacha on the day, you wouldn't have made it into a Yom Tov, and it wouldn't have had any status, even according to the approach that you're forbidden to do malacha on Yom Tov. But on on a normal Yom Tov, it still has that sanctity and nature of the day is objective, regardless of whether you're adhering to what that obligates in terms of the not doing of the malacha. So Purim doesn't have any status of any sanctity of the day. It's a day with special mitzvot. You could say it's a special day. We say al-anisim, but there's no sanctity of the day. Even for those who don't do malach, and certainly for us, that, that's only a minhag. And therefore the brach of Shechianu does not go on the day, so it's not like the Kiddush that we would make on a yantav when it's not about a mitzvah, and we would make it even if we're not doing the mitzvot and so on, that there's a Shechianu on the day. No, here it is only a Shechianu on the mitzvah, and for the reasons the Magin Avram said, really only the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah, and not the other mitzvot, even though when we do make it, we have intent the other mitzvot, the real bracha is for Mikra Megillah. Now, the interesting thing is that not everybody, this is quite logical, but not everybody really agrees with this conclusion. Um, and the Mishnah Brewer cites um, an authority, a major authority, that actually says there is a special status, maybe not Yom Tov, but a special status of the day that is enough to obligate the bracha of Shech Yanu, even if you're not reading the Megillah, and even aside from the other mitzvot. So Rav Moshe continues, and he says, I'm skipping a few paragraphs. Um, that you do make the bracha on the day it's that you do make of the bracha on the day itself because of the power of the miracle so now here's a question do you make a bracha of shechianu on a day that a miracle occurred not relating to the mitzvahs not relating to the fact that we celebrate this as some special day communally is just the bracha itself the, the miracle itself enough 
Um, and v'kiv, so the, this position argues that you do. This is position is Rav Yaakov Emdin. So it sort of shifts gears. Is it because of the nace, the miracle, or is it because it's like a moet, like a yom tov? So the Rav Yaakov Emdin says 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 both. And the Mishnah Ber- and the, and Rav Moshe says the following. Um, so Rav Moshe says it really is more um, the, another argument that Rav Yaakov Emden makes, not the miracle argument. Why? Because Rav Moshe says if you think about it, the miracle argument doesn't hold water. Shavmosha says it's true. There is a bracha that you make relating to miracles that occur to you personally or communally, but that's only a, a, it's a different bracha. It's a bracha of Sha'asanisim, and it's when you see the actual physical place. It's not a Shechianu. And it's not about this abstract idea, the calendar day of the year. It needs to be, like most most brachas, something concrete. So if you're going to make something about a calendar day, it's not about a miracle. It's only when there's some actual sanctity of the day, says Rav Moshe. So he says, you know what? Even Rav Yaakov Emden, his real reason was not the miracle. What was his real reason? So he says... It's really what he says. Why do you have to make it even without the other mitzvot and and the reading of the Megillah? He says, So it's a different point. It actually is acknowledging, fine, it's not a Yom Tov, but it is a special day. And maybe specifically in order to give it the type of weight that we give to biblical uh, yomim tovim and holidays and moadim, we have to treat this in a similar way and give it a bracha of shechianu, to give it a chizuk. Now, that's a pretty strange argument because, you know, chizuk is appropriate if it doesn't change the character of the day. And we're not trying to treat it like a yom tov, but that's Rav Yaakov Emden's argument, and he brings a mi'iri, and Rav Moshe analyzes the whole position of the mi'iri about Hanukkah, etc., and then he says at the end the following. Um, in the end, no, this position is rejected. He doesn't really here analyze it conceptually. He just says it's rejected. And even, and he says, It is true, the Mishnah seems to be inclining to say you would make the brach of Shechianu even if you did not have a Megillah. He leaves it at Tzarech And then Rav Moshe says at the end, that bottom line, you do not make a Shechianu. We do not rule like this approach. It is not a Yom Tov. And he concludes by saying, Saying that Ubara Ladina Sha'in Levar Shechiano al Etzam Hayom al Chanaka, the Aflo al Purim, the Lo Kehamur Ktsia. We do not make the Bracha al Shechiano. There's no sanctity of the day. It is only related to the mitzvot. We turn now briefly to a second shuva he wrote pretty much on the exact same topic later in this volume, 43, um, number 43, section 2, and this is in 1982, also about this question about Shechiano and Chanaka and Purim. And he starts this section by first discussing this aspect that there's a Shechianu on the mitzvahs of the day and on the sanctity of the day. And you see this most clearly on a day like Rosh Hashanah, where you make a Shechianu at night. Um, you're not doing any mitzvah at night. And then you make a Shechianu again in the day before you blow the shofar. You also see it on Yom Kippur 
where you make a shechianu, even though um, you're not even making kiddush. So it's not even on the mitzvah of kiddush. It's just purely on the uh, sanctity of the day. Uh, women make the bracha when they light uh, Hanukkah Neirot. Uh, we make it in Mishol, um, at Kol Nidre. So we try to obviously anchor it in something, but it's not really about a mitzvah. It's really about the sanctity of the day. So you can have a bracha just on the sanctity of the day, um, like, uh, you know, the night of any Yantav on Yom Kippur, not even on Kiddush. And you can have it just on a mitzvah, like when you light Hanukkah candles or read the Megillah. And those are uh, completely distinct things. As a little interesting tidbit, you know, those things come together um, on the night of Sukkot, where it's both the sanctity of the day, as every Kiddush on the night of the Yom Tov, um, and you're also doing the mitzvah of Sukkah. And uh, there's a practice to actually switch the order of when you make Shechianu before or after the bracha of Leishev Basukkah that has to do with the idea that if it were because of the sanctity of the day, you make the Shechianu on both days of Yom Tov, right? We know you make a Shechianu on a second day of Yom Tov, um, but if it's about a mitzvah, you only make it the first time you do the mitzvah, and that has to do with whether you make the bracha of Shechianu before or after you sit in the sukkah on the first night versus the second night. That's a discussion for another time. So here Rav Moshe starts his discussion first by uh, looking at these two dimensions about Shechianu on the day and Shechianu on a mitzvah. And uh, then he enters into an interesting discussion talking about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Shabbat. And just to summarize it, his basic point is that um, it's not enough for it to be a special day. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are a special day, and there is a major position in the Gemara that they don't get a bracha of Shechianu. So Rav Moshe discusses this and says that that has a lot to do with the fact that there's no uh, simcha, and Shechianu is a bracha that's not just about a special day, lazman um, hazeh, something special about this time, but it's also the joy that comes with it, and maybe for that reason they wouldn't get a bracha. Now, if we're all about joy, and you didn't make a bracha on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, maybe that would have been an argument to make a bracha on Purim, because maybe it's about a day of joy. But in the end, we rule that you do make a bracha on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So what does that tell us about the nature of Shechianu? So let's see what Rav Moshe says. He says, That is because of the special nature of the quality of the day itself. At the end of the day, it is not about the joy. It is about a sanctity of a day that forbids malacha, not Shabbat. He has a whole discussion why not Shabbat. Of course, Shabbat is much more regular and a fixed part of our calendar. I mean, these are fixed part, but the exact uh, way they will, where they'll fall out, how you make Rosh Chodesh, and the sense that they're more occasional and Shabbat is more part of the regular rotation. So anyway, you don't make it on Shabbat, but it's anchored in Kedushat Hayom that applies to all the Yomim Tovim and not in the joy. And that's not in the other days. You don't have it in Purim. And he goes on to the idea that Purim is called a Yom Tov once, but it's not, in the end, it's, it's not forbidden in Malacha. And even when it's called a Yom Tov, it's not in the same way. So at the end of the day, says Rav Moshe, like we've seen before, a Shechianu is anchored in the issue, not of joy, not of a special day, but of a day that has sanctity and kedushah expressed through the forbid- f- the fact that malach is forbidden. And for that reason, the shechianu of Purim and Hanukkah are just shechianus of the mitzvahs, not shechianus of the day. And if you don't have a megillah, you would not make the bracha. Purim Sameach, everyone. Thanks for listening to Igros Moshe A to Z, now celebrating 10,000 listens. This podcast is brought to you three times a week by Yeshivat Chovevei Torah. To learn more, visit yctorah.org.